Well, hi, everybody, and welcome to Anti-Bullying 101. This podcast is designed to create awareness about the bullying epidemic and provide teachers, administrators, parents, and even students information about the dangers of bullying and why we have to take a comprehensive approach when dealing with the problem. My name is Jim Burns. I'm your host. I'm a retired high school administrator with over 40 years of experience in education. Currently, I'm a college instructor, and I've designed the Bullyproof Classroom, a graduate course that provides my students with permanent help, not temporary relief, as they battle the bullying epidemic. Enjoyed the podcast, everybody. Well, hi, everybody, and welcome back to Anti-Bullying 101. My name is Jim Burns, and I am very pleased to be here with you on this election day. I hope you all get out and vote and do your thing and pick the candidate that you believe will be the best choice for you and hopefully for the country. And uh, we have been going through quite a bit uh, in terms of Anti-Bullying 101. We have a a premium podcast channel right now that where I am um, placing premium podcast information um, up on a, the, um, it's available to you. It's, It's up on the Patreon site. And what I am doing is I am sharing courses. I am sharing, um, premium videos. I'm sharing a bunch of things that I believe that will help you manage the bullying epidemic. This is a premium membership that you can subscribe to. And some of the things I have up there, I mean, I'm practically giving them away uh, at this point. Um, it's basically you have courses there that are worth in excess of a hundred dollars and you can get anything that's in that premium podcast membership area on Patreon for $9.97 a month. And I certainly hope that you take advantage of this. This is a very large step that we're taking create because I have developed and written a lot of material over the years and some of it I've sold some of it I've given away in this instance I'm kind of in between where I'm reducing the price of everything so uh, so dramatically I mean it it would be you know would be a shame if you didn't take advantage of it so it's the premium podcast channel I'll put a link up on my um on the in this episode description so you have an idea where to get it um we have as a country right now 
been going through a lot of stress. The country with the pandemic is experiencing stress. Schools are experiencing stress. Communities with restaurant shutdowns, uh, businesses being shut down. I mean, I just went to order my Thanksgiving turkey. I usually get it uh, catered in so my wife doesn't have to do, you know, a lot of the work. Well, we both do it, but it is it is a ton of work preparing for a Thanksgiving dinner. I call the place where I normally get it, and and I've been getting it there for three or four years. It's been, sh it's shut down. Uh, the whole thing, it's a, it's a country club type operation. The whole place is shut down. Uh, they've gone bankrupt. So a lot of people are experiencing stress. Families, communities, homes, businesses, schools, we're all under it. We all have stress that's just weighing on us every day. And with that comes stress-like behavior. People are angry. People are upset. People are short with each other. Um, within families, they're, they're starting to get on each other's nerves. There are situations where there may even be divorce because the husband and wife are spending so much time together, they figured out that, you know, well, if we couldn't get along in the evening, and we can get along at certain times, well, when you're together with someone all the time, you're going to find that there are other problems that you're going to have. You're going to get underfoot, you're going to get under each other's skin, uh, and you're going to have a problem managing. Um, with that in mind, with that in mind, I have, I'm in the process of putting together a course which is designed to help with stress management and to help lead a balanced life, a balanced life, because there isn't any one thing that's going to help us deal with stress. There's not one thing that's going to help us manage it. It has to be an, a basically a, uh, a balanced approach where we, we have to feed ourselves certain things that will help us deal with the stress that comes from you know, life in general. I mean, life was stressful enough without dealing with the COVID-19 pandemic. Now we have this pandemic and there's all kinds of interpersonal and intrapersonal problems that people are having. And so what I'm looking to do is share with you some of the highlights of this course that's going to be available to you uh, in the um, premium podcast membership area. You can get to the area off my website too at bullyproofclassroom.com and 
help you understand what needs to be included in a balanced life that will help you manage stress. Now, what does this all have to do with bullying? To be quite frank with you, anytime there's relationship problems, bullying can take place. And anytime someone is under stress, they're going to act out in a way that is unsavory to other people. And they're going to have difficulty managing their own emotions. So with that in mind, what we want to do is we want to give you some tools that will help you balance your life and relieve stress. Now, let's start. There's four areas of balance. And again, these are just the highlights that we have. Four areas. Number one, you have a physical area where you participate in some type of exercise. You participate in, you know, different things. Maybe you like to play golf. Maybe you like to play basketball. Maybe you like to play tennis. Maybe you like to um, work out. I happen to get a lot of a lot of relief if I jump rope, if I do a little weight training, if I take my walks, I do well. With all of the gyms that have sh- shut down or are allowing participants to go there almost by appointment, more and more people are exercising from home. And exercise is anything that keeps you moving, keeps you moving along and burning off some of that stress that you're experiencing. Okay, it could be walking, running, jumping rope, weight training, you know, stretching, anything. And you got to do things, you know, in moderation. That's why I call this this, the balanced area number one. The physical piece. You have to do it. You have to do it. And understand something. You can't out-train. You can't out-exercise a bad diet. So you want to get the pro- uh, the proper nutrition. You want to get the proper rest. You want to see if you can, if you're having any difficulty with booze or drugs or smoking. You want to see if you can begin to cut those out of your lifestyle. Because if you don't and you use those substances outside of, uh, in order to manage stress, you're not going to get any relief. Stress comes from unhealthiness. There's an unhealthy um, habit that you've developed in terms of, you know, this physical balance. And sometimes people can go way overboard and they never stop working out. They always want to work out. They're working out two, three hours a day. 
That's not what this is all about. What it's about is solid, good, taking good care of yourself with the use of some physical exercise. And when I get into the course, I go over a bunch of stuff that people can do in terms of just getting exercise. If you're older like me, it could be light walking and a little bit of weight training. If you're younger and you want to jump rope every day or run or whatever the case may be, that's another story. You want to make sure that you don't put yourself in a position where you're going to experience an injury or you're going to have some pain. Because the minute you have pain, you usually stop doing it. And I don't mean just general muscle pain. What I'm talking about is sharp shooting, stabbing pains like someone put a knife in your leg. That's the type of pain I'm talking about because that usually means injury. Usually means you hurt yourself. Now, why is this so important? Number one, exercise prolongs your life. It prolongs your life. And I'm briefly just going through this. It helps you maintain your weight, controls your blood sugar, lowers cortisol levels, which is the stress hormone that goes off, which is nothing more than a fat-forming hormone, and you want that reduced. You start to feel better. You have a feeling of well-being. Your blood pressure goes down. Your heart rate goes down, and... As you begin to do this, what will happen is you'll become more confident because you're going to look better and you're going to feel better. And the minute that happens, okay, you start to treat others better. The better you feel, the better you're going to treat other people. And it's going to help you manage that workload. It's going to help you manage possibly the unemployment. You don't need money in order to exercise. You can do it right from home. You can do it, just go out and take a walk. You can do it in a lot of ways. But you don't need a gym membership. All you need is to keep moving. And I've given you some of those examples as we've moved forward. Exercise is a tremendously good way tremendously great way to help manage stress, but you gotta keep it in balance. Now, the next one is mental balance. Mental balance. And when I say mental balance, I mean you wanna stay mentally focused. You wanna stay mentally focused. And the way you do that is, number one, read more. I'm, I'm guilty of this. I don't read enough because I can get anything I need offline. Try to read a book a month. Try to do some writings. Maybe take a free public speaking course that's offered somewhere if, in fact, they're allowing it. That is a suggestion that I've made many times. And then try to understand the five types of listening. 
You know, there you have ignoring, pretend listening, selective listening. Then you have attentive listening, and then you have empathic listening. We all want to get a handle on what it takes to be an empathic listener, where you do nothing but listen, and you digest what the other person had to say. In this world filled with stress right now, nobody listens. Everyone wants to do the talking because that's their way of blowing off steam. My point here is get some exercise, do a little bit of reading, do a little bit of uh, writing, stimulate yourself, develop a hobby, do something that challenges you mentally, that challenges you mentally. And mental focus or concentration, all that does is it refers to the ability of an individual to direct mental effort on the most relevant information in the environment. You have to have your mind on what you're doing. You have to have your mind on what you're doing. When you get distracted, that's when bad things happen. Sometimes little kids don't even pay attention to where they're walking, they trip and fall. As adults, we have to be aware of our environment, where we are. We have to know who we're talking to. We have to realize that our conversations are not for everybody. We have to have our own mental filter where we determine what to say and what not to say. This is all part of being mentally focused. And when you keep your mind on what you're doing and you do a little bit of exercise and you stay focused on the task at hand, and in this case it might be looking for a job, it might be considering how you're going to go to school. It might be dealing with other people. It might be dealing maybe with your husband or your wife. If you stay mentally focused and don't act on impulse and don't let your emotions get the best of you, you will then manage stress better. I put exercise at the top of the list strictly because of the fact that that's a great way to blow off steam and then work on this mental area. It's so important that you stay focused on the task at hand. The next one that we have is the social and emotional balance that we need to strike. And I put in here, and I'm going to... Uh, I'm not going to be going over every single thing that's here, okay? But I do want you to know that the social and emotional balance that you must strike, okay, includes keeping a clear conscience. That's right, a clear conscience. What does that mean? What does a clear conscience mean? It means that you are concerned, you are concerned about what, if anyone, anyone has anything against you. 
And again, you might have only been responsible for a bad situation between you and somebody else for 10% of it, but you're 100% responsible, 100% responsible to that 10%. So the idea is, well, you know, well, he started the argument. He did, the, you know, we're walking through a world right now and in this country where everyone is all over each other, fighting, rioting, looting, you know, arguing. And we have to be sure that if we have to repair our closest relationships, sometimes, you know, you could talk to somebody and you could refer to their parents and they'll tell you that they haven't spoken to their parents in 10 years, which is a shame because something went wrong when they were younger that they never overcame. And I'll share this with you. Youth conflict leads to an adult conflict if it's not managed. So a clear conscience helps us to maintain a good name. It reminds us to stay true to our word. It makes us aware of our motives and our actions and our words. It strengthens our character and it, it helps us evaluate our priorities and determine what's really important. Your, your family, your life, What's important in those areas? And what happens when you supplant your wife or your children <clears throat> for something else like work or excessive hobbies or whatever the case, what happens? Okay, you end up offending them and you have to clear that up because you are now, you are now in a situation where you're stuck with them in the house possibly all day. And even if you weren't, if something went wrong, you need to go back and you need to apologize. Keeping a clear conscience is critical in managing stress. That's what we have to do. And we have to balance that in with the mental peace we have to balance that in with the physical piece. We have to make sure that our social relationships and our emotional well-being are taken care of. Because if we don't, if we don't, it'll catch up to us and we'll be walking around angry all the time. And that's not, I'm sure that's not where we want to be. The last piece of this balancing act that I talk about is the spiritual balance. Spiritual balance. Now for me, I've shared this before, it's reading the Bible and praying every morning. From that book, I get, I've put together over the years my own value system. How you go about doing it may be totally different. It might be totally different. But the bottom line is there is a spiritual peace that we all want and we all want to connect with. 
through that spiritual peace, you want to develop purpose, you want to inspire, and you want to discover what that dimension or what that peace looks like to you. What does it look like to you? And I know what the spiritual peace does for me. I know. And I think we all want to connect with it. Some people may connect with it far better when they're out in nature or when they're doing yoga. Some people, when they're going to church. Some people, it's just a matter of daily prayer and maybe some meditation. Bottom line is, there is that peace within us and we want to connect with it. What does it do? It keeps me from worrying about the future and dwelling on the past. Because when we dwell on the past, all that ends up happening is we end up filling ourselves with guilt or shame from the things that we did in the past. It helps us to have an understanding of the universe and its effect on our actions. Now, some people may call that karma where you you know you're going to have to burn off some bad things that you did years ago. But bottom line is, when you believe that there's a bigger piece to this puzzle, and it's not just about you, you then can have a you stay focused on your own character and your and your behavior. I often, you know, and this is me, I've said to myself on a few occasions, what would it be like if I died and went up to heaven and I sat there with God and we had to watch a full-length movie of my entire life? How would I explain some things to God? That's my perspective. From your perspective, it might be, how do you explain certain things? How do you do it? What do you say to someone? When you know that you've done wrong. Now, you want to do all of this. You want to keep this balance. You want to do what you have to do. And... You got to understand something. You can only do it if you really want to change. If you really want to change. If you don't want to change, don't do it. Remember, change is a step of faith and and sometimes the the incremental changes that we see are they seem inconsequential. Remember, you don't have to see the whole staircase. Just take the first step. Change can be painful at times. It can be very painful. Because what's happening is our imprint from our upbringing can keep us from changing. 
How we were raised can keep us from changing. Because we don't have the confidence to do so. It requires patience. And you better believe you're going to revisit old behaviors. And if you want to change, guess what? You got to be willing to be uncomfortable. We have to be faithful to our own choices. It requires a great deal of positive thinking. And change is really the prerequisite to greatness. With every great breakthrough, there'll always be a break with. Life is one indivisible whole. And, ch and when you make changes, they're applied in many areas. We'll reduce our desire to sweat the small stuff. And the more confident we become, we'll be better risk takers and we'll be an inspiration to others. Change requires both flexibility and consistency. Consistency keeps us on track. Flexibility helps us to avoid discouragement. It puts us in a position of trying to evaluate our motives. Because, you know, you don't change to please others or just to keep people happy. And we don't change to impress a person or a group. Change is for you and you alone. And if you feel as if you have to make it, you make it. And change is what we do. Character is what we do when no one's looking. And we have to be able to stick to our guns when we're asked to compromise our value system. And the last one, which I think is critical, is pay attention to your behavior when you're under stress. You know, folks, if you were to go off and meet someone and you were going to get married and the, the guy or the gal you met was the greatest thing since sliced bread, what I would ask you to do is determine what, how this person performs under stress and what their behavior is like when they're under stress. Because that's what you're going to get. That's what you'll get. They could be the greatest thing going. Bottom line is, when the stress hits, like the Titanic, the biggest ship, the most beautiful ship in the world at the time, what happened when it ran into some stress of that iceberg, the stress of the iceberg? It sunk. And lots of times, People, when they're under stress, they sink. They can't deal with it. 
you now, as my listening audience, have some of the tools to help you manage stress and how to keep things balanced. Always bear in mind that there is a balance that needs to be struck in terms of your physical activity, your mental focus, your social and emotional behavior and well-being and interaction with others, and your spiritual dimension. And when you incorporate all of those together and use them to your advantage, your stress level will be reduced and you'll start paying attention to what's important and you'll be able to deal with life with your head high and your shoulders square. Now, once again, go to thebullyproofclassroom.com. When you get time, hit premium podcast membership. There's already a bunch of stuff that's in the membership package there, and I add to it about once or twice a week. This course will be completed within the next few days. You'll be able to take this course. It's, it's a course that's valued probably around $100. It's, it's five hours. You're getting it for $9.97 a month. This information is critical not only to our own individual well-being, but to the well-being of our country and the world. Because the stress is going to engulf us. This pandemic could overcome us. And we have to be ready. And I don't know what the result of the election will be. But I can guarantee, I can, my fear is that there will be so many people that will be upset on one side or the other that will be fighting more, arguing more, and possibly there'll be an increase in crime and more domestic situations. So I pray that this situation doesn't lead to something catastrophic. You want to manage stress? Take the course. You just got to bird's eye view of what it's going to be about. And I think if you just followed this bird's eye view, forget taking the course, just follow the bird's eye view, I think that you would end up getting a lot of relief, physical, mental, social, emotional, spiritual. Blend them together, balance them together, use them to your advantage. It will help you deal with stress in a very, very productive and positive way. My name is Jim Burns. I thank you once again for listening to Anti-Bullying 101. Please visit my website at www.bullyproofclassroom.com. Remember that premium podcast membership that will help. I hope that you all have a good day. I hope you have a good election day. I hope that things continue to work out well for you. My love to all my listeners, and I will see you the next time.